Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Speak today to Mike Hodgson, CEO of Sarabi Gold. It's actually meant to be their AGM today, but he has kindly agreed to come on our show and talk through their 2019 results and what's been happening so far in 2020 and his hopes for the rest of the year. We talk about Polito, uh, their core asset, which was produced 40,000 ounces for the first time, their new all sorter, what they're going to be doing with uh, Coringa, the new asset, it seems to be an identical version of Polito. And what we're excited about is their plans for exploration. They're sitting on a large land bank with some pretty exciting anomalies that we discussed with Mike three weeks ago. So enjoy the podcast. Hi, Mike. How are you doing, sir? Very well, thank you. Nice to speak to you, Matt. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, you should be today at your AGM, but obviously things are what they are, and um, unfortunately people can't get together, and uh, your shareholders aren't able to see you in person, so you've kindly agreed to talk to us and, and I guess sort of kill two birds with one stone and um, talk to us about a couple of things. One, 2019 performance, and obviously, 2020, and you know what your hopes are, what's been happening, and what your hopes are for uh, the, the coming year under the current conditions. So, if you don't mind, why don't you give us your rundown of 2019? Well, you're right. It's the wonder of, of technology, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we would have been there today. Um, it's always a good day in our calendar. We have a over the last few years, we've had more and more interest with our AGM. Uh, had a lot of sort of uh, well, not a lot but a fair number of uh, shareholders coming along asking some pretty good intelligent questions a good following and uh, sadly this year we can't do it but uh, you know formats uh, so forums like yourselves are are, are brilliant for, for doing that so this is here's an opportunity for me to unleash sort of um, give out more information uh, not well we could all, like, all a lot of it be repetition what we did in 2019 but it's a very important moment to sort of reflect on it because it was a great year for us. Uh, and possibly more importantly, people are going to want to know where we are now and where we're going, uh, as in many companies. So I'll, I'll come on to that. But uh, 2019 first. Well, you know, as I said before, you know, three main areas of progress for us really with Sarabi: the production from the two operate the two mine, the two uh, ore bodies, Polito and Chico. Great year, first time we exceeded um, 40,000 ounces in our history. We've been ramping up, not quite making 40,000 for the last four years, but finally we made it in 20. 19 which was great and it was our best year ever and uh, really pleased with that uh, so production was really well the plant was full both all bodies working very well uh, so really plant limited operation so you know our big push was obviously where do we go from here and during the year we obviously did all that test work on the on the ore sorter which we'll come on to a little bit and that that obviously arrived at site in q4 and the, the last months of the year we were basically assembling all of that. And uh, it's been a terrific um, um, purchase for because in Q1 this year, it, it's really helped us, uh, particularly in the second part in, 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 in sort of March and April, right after commissioning, it, it, it's had some tremendous results. In fact, if we hadn't had it, we probably would have had quite a poor quarter. But in the end, the all sort of was, a, was a, a great way of turning our quarter around. Um, but back to 2019, uh, so as well as Polita, going very nicely in South Chico, exploration success. We started, um, we brought in an, uh, a surface diamond drill rig, a couple of contractors, and we really got our teeth into those uh, geophysical anomalies uh, in and around the mine site, what's called head frame exploration, in and around South Chico particularly. And we did uh, 
We did a fair bit of that um, in the second half of the year. The results didn't really flow through until the end of the year, but we're, we're very nicely doing step-out drilling at Sao Chico. And I'll, I'll probably talk more about that in the results in 2020, because that's when we got the results. But we got going, focusing on Sao Chico in particular. So that, that, that's been pretty good. And the final part of the 2019 story was really Coringa, which was our what we call our Felito lookalike down the road, which is going to be our probably our most obvious road strategy. We have our Polito 40 to 50,000 ounces, and we have another uh, project down the road which looks pretty much the same. So that means 40, 50 going to 90. That's our plan. We did a new resource update in 2019 in the first quarter. We did a PEA that came out in September, which showed what we thought. You know, it would be a robust 40,000 ounce, sub $900 all in sustaining cost, eight grand per tonne, eight-year mine life, Polito lookalike. So uh, we got that out out of the uh, off the rank uh, on um, end of, uh, sort of Q4 last year. And uh, we are now, uh, we've completed an environmental impact assessment on it. And we are very busily uh, doing our uh, uh, permitting, final stage of permitting for Coringa, hopefully with a view that we can actually uh, start building the plant, assembling the process plant that's already there in the back end of this year coming to this year 2020 so three areas good production great exploration startup progress Polito uh to Coringa with permitting well not only that your share price moved there was it was quite it was quite a year for shareholders oh yes sorry I that was that was, that was a very good point and probably the most, the most critical point yeah um yeah we we went from uh we we had been sort of bumbling on about 40p i suppose and we we had a bit of a dip in in may uh down to about 23p and uh we had a tremendous recovery uh in the second half of the year and i think at the end of the year we even exceeded we didn't quite make the pound but we got sort of 90 odd p and we've pretty much stayed there since so we've enjoyed a a, a great run uh and the second half of the year tremendous on the share price so uh yes uh so all those i'd like to see those three things well as great marketing and good management got us got us to uh got us to where we are today well like i say you know we we follow you quite closely i you know for us one of those sort of turnaround stories of last year um after sort of a, you know a, a few a while of stagnation and you know you kind of got out you got yourself over the line and getting noticed by people for sure so i think i'd agree 2019 good year for you guys um is it going to continue? Let's talk about 2020. It's been a very difficult start for everyone. There's been a market reset. We've obviously got the coronavirus, COVID-19, affecting people's ability to work. You had a strong start, but how's it gone since then? Well, as you say, we, we before the virus actually really started impacting in Brazil, we had, we had a very decent January. We had a pretty we then had a bit of a sort of a bit of a tough February because we had a mill go down on us. But um, fortunately, that all source right talked about. Um, earlier um, was really our salvation. The beauty about this auto source order is it, it, it takes waste out and allows you to basically high grade material going to the plant. So it gives you catch up, catch up, uh, a catch up facility in a plant constrained operation. So we had a phenomenal March and a phenomenal April, uh, our two best months on record. Um, in the middle of all this virus too, which was pretty surprising because I remember sitting at PDAC in March thinking this. We don't know how this is going to go. I don't think anybody thought in PDAC how bad it was going to be, but I, I did suspect it was going to be tough. And uh, But, you know, after that, March and April, two, two phenomenal months, and uh, say our best months ever, 30. So we finished Q1 with uh, 9,000 ounces, which is a very respectable number. 
and our target was 10. And our budget for the year this year is 45,000. It's actually 20,000 ounces by the end of the second quarter. And we have a stronger second half of the year. I know I spoke to you about three, four weeks ago. Um, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to make our 10,000 ounces in our second quarter, but we're going to, we're doing well. We're going to probably do about 8,000 ounces. We're doing pretty well. And I think all things considered, that's a tremendous effort. Um, the reason we're not going to do that is what we actually did in anticipation and with what's actually happened with the virus. We decided being a plant, being a plant, sorry, a camp. We, we, we just wanted to get everybody that wasn't really critical to the operation off the site just to reduce risk. That allows us to socially distance everybody. People have much better um, sleeping arrangements, better sort of eating arrangements. We just basically thin everybody out so people have got space. Just good common sense. So we've got less, we haven't got the optimal workforce there. We've only got, we've gone, for example, we have a workforce about 500 people. Normally we have about 350 people at site. We've now reduced that to 250 people. Um, so therefore it's unreasonable to expect we can actually have normal production with that level of people. But those people who are there are just purely on gold production duties. That's it. And uh, they're doing a fantastic job. What we've actually done, we've kept people there. They've brought the, the union has been tremendous in terms of cooperation. We've managed to uh, have people working much longer stints than they normally would. They want to do this. They want to spend more time at site and more time away. And we've been rotating people through with quarantining. Uh, anybody new coming to site gets tested for the virus. And as long as they're symptom-free and negative, obviously, they come in and allow people to leave. So we, we feel we can maintain a level of production of about sort of seven and a half to 8,000 ounce quarters. So not as high as we did, but that's a pretty a decent effort, all things considered. And I would say we've enjoyed obviously fantastic economic tailwinds with the gold price in gold, in terms of dollars and in terms of the real exchange rate. So we might not be producing the ounces we thought we we're going to produce, but we forecast our cash position to be at the end of Q2 to be about $6 million. And we're going to be well above that. Uh, at the end of Q1, we probably had about $3 million more in the bank. We ended Q1 with $9 million in the bank. We thought we'd have six. Um, so we're, we're actually, our cash position is great. And um, the great news is at the end of this month, Sprott, our, who have been a fantastic debt partner for us for many years, are gone. They're out, finished. We are debt-free, completely debt-free. So we're going to be a company going into Q3, debt-free. Um, we also managed to renegotiate the purchase of Coringa um, in, in smaller parcels rather than actually uh, paying the trigger payment of the outstanding $12 million that we still owe them to finally purchase all of Coringa at the end of March. We renegotiated that and we're paying them in half million dollar payments per month, which will go up to one million dollars per month in, in, in July. But that's very affordable uh, with our current level of production, etc. So it's, you know, it's all worked out quite well. So we've, we've managed to sort of tidy up the balance sheet where we've probably got about two or three million dollars in the bank more than we thought we were going to have. We might not have the answer production, but we're getting better money for our answers that we do produce. And we do feel that we can actually continue as we are for a two and a half to three. 2,500 ounce months, so seven and a half, eight thousand ounce quarters in Q3. Q4, well, you know, one would like to think we can do a little bit better and things will begin to, we can man up a little bit more uh, and get back to a more normal quarter uh, in Q4. 
So whilst we might not reach our guidance, as I said to you before, we're hopefully going to make a, a pretty decent stab at um, a good proportion of it. Okay, that, that's fantastic. Can I ask you about a couple of things you said there? Because I'm, I'm intrigued. You know, well, first of all, you know, congrats on being able to continue to work and putting the plans in place to you know have most of your workforce able to work. And you know, and you say eight thousand versus the ten is, is a pretty pretty good effort, uh, all things considered. But the two things I want to talk to you about are one, how important is the exploration component to what you're doing? Well, we. We stopped exploration about a month ago. That was surface drilling, um, and that was with a contractor. And again, that was kind of reluctantly we had to do it, but we just needed the space, and we didn't. We couldn't. They, they come and go. We just couldn't have people coming and going to the site. We basically wanted to isolate the site and keep it safe. So uh, our sort of priority was with our workforce. And we, you know, we said to the exploration look you know unless you're prepared to sort of keep your guys there for you know longer durations like we're all doing um you know they can't come and go and they wouldn't do that so we said okay well let's just down tools on the surface exploration we've kept the underground drilling going um in fact this was a short break so the underground exploration is 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 back starting up again now so that's good and that's going to so sao chico in particular is not just about going out along strike east and west which is what we're doing going down, which still looks tremendous, um, that's something that we can continue. So we actually have got the exploration drills underground turning again, and they're doing the down dip exploration um, beyond the mine limits, actually in the mine. So whilst the surface part is parked, the underground part will continue. And you know, you're right. I mean, I was very reluctant just to sit and stop exploration and just mine for sort of three, six months. Yeah, you're not going to, um, that's ultimately going to bite, come back and bite you. So uh, we didn't want to do that. Um, so we, we've got the, at least the underground drilling going again, which is uh, which is you know great. Okay, so that, that's something. And, and the reason I ask that is because obviously I think people in the market understand the concept of you know you've you've got you've got Polito, and in Karinga you've got Polito too. You've doubled or potentially doubling the size of the of the of the company uh, because they're both you know high grade underground. You know what you're doing. Um, I'm intrigued by the land package that you've got because potentially that's where a lot of upside can come through the drill bit. When do you think you're going to be able to kind of get back into that uh, properly with some kind of a vengeance? And with the new cash that you've got, do you ramp that up? Well, yeah, what, what, what we did do, what we stopped in, in May or April was the, was the surface drilling, which was particularly... Our exploration over the last six months has focused in three areas. It's been step out drilling at Sao Chico, principally where we've got this whole sort of, you know, um, riches of geophysical anomalies, all satellites in and around Sao Chico. And satellite, Sao Chico itself is a geophysical anomaly, but looks quite poor compared to the ones in and around it. So we're obviously very excited about those. And we did start intersecting sulfide mineralization at Sao Chico before the uh, uh, before we stopped and that, that we just got a bit of a tiger by the tail there. So that's absolutely brilliant. And we're drilling the gap in between the two. So that, that's fantastic. That's the bit that's all to play for. It's part of the time being, but we'll get back into that in no time. And that's 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 fine. One thing we have we were able to do, though, was um, we were doing a big regional geochemistry program. And that's not specialized labor. That's our guys. We just had field crews just doing, you know, 
it's, it's, it's donkey work really, but it's really fantastic work. They just sit there taking soil samples, geochemistry over the entire area. And we finally, after six months hard work, produce those, do you remember three weeks ago, those maps, uh, really great geophysical maps, which show um, geochemical sort of contours on top of the geophysics. So we can see how the, that great big geophysical anomaly that bridges basically Polito, just between Polito and Sao Chico, we've got a great big booming magnetic geophysical anomaly with lots of electromagnetic geophysical anomalies. And now we've got a beautiful big two, 100, 200 ppm copper anomaly over this. Now, we all know that the gold that we have at Polito and Sao Chico lives with the copper. So now we're doing sort of follow-up gold on all of those. And we can do all this work in the background while all this lockdown is going up. So what we're doing is we're actually moving forward with all the geochemistry uh, and, and really honing in on the on the best target areas. So when we do have to come back, they'll be drilled ready and we can actually start drilling these targets. So we'll have, we'll have a coincidental geophysical anomaly, geochemical anomaly, and then we drill it. And we're, we're obviously pretty excited about some of the ones we talked about a few weeks ago, which were on that that big belt that you'll see um, between uh, Polito and um, and Sao Chico. Well, you certainly did sound quite excited about when, when we went through it a few weeks ago, was it three weeks ago? Um, because I think the potential there is to really to you know develop the land package that you've got quite inexpensively at, at this point, whilst obviously getting Karinga up and running. Well, I think the, thing, the, the compelling thing about these anomalies is, I know they're early stage and people sort of go, oh, you know, they're only geophysical anomalies, but that, everything that's discovered starts off as an anomaly. That's what it basically is. And, these, these look, they've got such signatures, similar to Polito and Sao Chico. I mean, that's the great thing. We've got templates. You know, we, we know what Sao Chico look like as a, it's just an anomaly before we started mining. And look what the hell it is now. It's a great deposit. And so we've got these ones like Calico and Juca, which are immediately south of Polito. They're five kilometers away. I mean, that's nothing. That's a road to our process plan. Easy, easy. So, I mean, they are, they are high priority because of where they are. Um, and, and, you know, if we get, a, say, some hits there and we can actually build another two, 300,000 ash resource and all these little satellites, they add great value. They, we can very quickly turn exploration success into production ounces. And this whole exploration effort that we're doing at the moment is because we know we're plant constrained. The ore sorter is going to free up some place in our process, uh, some stage in our process plant or, you know, to the next step but it's not going to be the solution to all of our problems it's going to it's going to buy us another ten thousand ounces basically of space that's it so we can make our little plant go from forty thousand ounces to fifty thousand ounces which is great great bottom line you know additions to us but where do we go from there where do we go from there that's the next question you know um i'm absolutely convinced that our tenement holds much more than fifty thousand ounces worth of gold per year without doubt without doubt any doubt whatsoever the question is where so and, and, and so therefore, well, therefore, what we've got to figure out is, OK, all these sort of central riches that we actually have, you know, where how big are they and where are we going to process it? Because we are going to, you know, we have the question, obviously, if Sao Chico keeps growing, do we put some processing down there? If these do all bodies that we've got are near around Polito are coming to or prospects become all bodies, do we put plant expansion at Polito? It's, it's a wonderful problem to have. We've actually got, um, it's pretty interesting because we've got a plant at Coringa that's too big for Coringa. And we've got a plant at Polito that's too small for Polito. And we haven't got a plant at San Chico. And what we've got is resources everywhere, potentially. And it's kind of figuring out what's best to put where and when. <laughs> so, but I think it's 
a nice problem to have because I think we've got great upside in all of them. And um, it's just a case of doing it in the most logical way that makes most sense to shareholders, which means we can build our company with as much cash flow as possible and as little sort of borrowing and dilution that we'll ever have to do. And that's, uh, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Well, let's say, Mike, some nice problems to have. It's a, it's a nice environment to be working in. Um, you're you know, building up the cash position. You get, you've no, you're debt free. Um, things things are looking you know better for you. So I you know I know this is part of your AGM discussion. So uh, for me, congratulations on last year. Really liked what you did there. Got a good team. Seems to know what they're doing. This year, we look forward to hearing you know more of the same. Please, I think would be the call from the shareholders. But uh, I would just say uh, for anyone listening to this, I mean, please send you know us your questions that you'd like to ask, because I'm sure we'll be speaking again soon, Mike, or I hope we will, uh, or indeed send them directly to uh, Mike at Sarabi Gold. That, that's the opportunity. Please, uh, anyone's got sort of questions, please come back to us, always willing to uh, talk through with uh, interested shareholders uh, what our plans are. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.